the risk and portfolio targets that I set for the portfolio have all been met. So that has been pretty good. But for this video, let's go straight into price action, starting with Bitcoin. And not much has changed in Bitcoin since last week. Price is still technically within this channel and it's consolidating. There was a spike up on 17th of August, but price was quickly slammed down on the 18th. So we're still within this range and Bitcoin is still in an uptrend. So my bias is still to the upside, but I am watching to see if price will get down to this trend line here. If price gets down here, that's somewhere around 10,900. Then I'll consider adding some more to my current position. Now, if that support does not hold, my alternative thesis is price breaks down and falls somewhere down here. So that's from the 61% Fibonacci retracement level to the 50% Fibonacci retracement level. And that's where the 200 day moving average and the value area all converge. And that's also inside this, or around the region of this consolidation here. So that's what I'm watching for Bitcoin. The RSI is still, it's currently at 50 and it has not fallen below 40. So as long as RSI stays above 40, Bitcoin remains in an uptrend. So that's that for Bitcoin. Gold. Now gold is an interesting one because on Thursday, I believe it's Thursday, the Federal Reserve Chairman gave this speech and the summary of what he said is basically the Fed is willing to let inflation rise above 2%. That's just a summary. Initially, the target was 2%, but now it seems that 2% is a is an average. So they, they're willing to let inflation rise above 2% and fall below 2%, but the average over time should be 2%. Now, that is bullish for gold. Now, gold has already been in this uptrend and it formed the top on the 6th of August. Now I'm tracking gold through the GLD. After that top was formed, somewhere around 194, there was a pullback. Now that pullback bounced off the support area and then it fell back again to form a double bottom on that support area. So technically gold is in a consolidation within this yellow channel. So now with that announcement from the Fed, it seems this is the dip that buyers were waiting for. Usually in an uptrend, you want you want to see price going up, but you also want to see a healthy pullback. It's necessary for an uptrend and then price should go back up. So I, my bias is to the upside. 
I'm expecting gold prices to continue upwards. But if it doesn't, then I'm looking at this region here as my support. Because this is the area of consolidation we had from April 13 till 17th of June. That's also where the 200 day moving average is at the moment. That's also the value area. So, what I'm looking at for gold, I'm expecting it to break out and it's continuing its way to the top of this channel and then break out. But if it doesn't, this is the target, the buy zone. All right, next one is SPY. Now SPY, I was initially looking at this region here as a support area. Okay, this is that support corresponding to this point in February. But the price has broken out above. So at that point there, I took a lot of profit from my positions. So right now I am about 50% in cash because I'm expecting some sort of pullback, but I am not completely in cash. So I'm still, you know, getting some profit from this uptrend here. But if I switch to the weekly chart, this trend line becomes very clear. This becomes very visible. So this is the top from January 22nd, 2018. And then I connected that to the top in February and to this week's all-time high. So those are three points touching that trend line. So the trend line is a resistance line. Now I don't like diagonal trend lines, but this one is so significant because everyone seems to be expecting a pullback. So if there's a pullback, the pullback should have occurred here, but it did not. So this is the next point for a pullback. So I'm going to watch this next week. I'm expecting an uptrend. So I'm going to watch this next week to see if it breaks above that line. If it does, then that's the green light to start buying again. If it doesn't and it pullbacks, well, I'm already in cash, so I'm ready to start buying. So whatever happens, I win. That's the way I see that. Whatever the market wants to do, I will be ready for it. So that's the SPY. And RSI is currently at 79. So there's very there's a lot of momentum. And market breadth is also positive. I'm not going to take a look at market breadth today because there's nothing to really look at. It's all positive. So that's that about price action. Now what I want to look at next is my portfolio. So what I have here is the RRG for my portfolio and it is showing all the assets that I have in my portfolio. I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 assets. I've taken profits on most of them so they're all gone. Now this is what I see when I put it on the RRG. So right away you can see Jumia. I'm going to highlight Jumia. Look at that long tail. 
that's just five weeks this is one two three four five and this is this week just five weeks tail and it's so long that length is indicating high volatility Jumia is very volatile that's why I try to I try to keep the position I have in Jumia very small because if, if it's too large it's going to cause a lot of drawdowns in the portfolio so I keep it to a very minimal amount and what I can see here is Jumia has a very high relative strength now this is the weekly RRG so it's not the daily if I switch to the daily it's going to look very different so that that RSI no not the RSI that relative strength is quite high so I am happy to keep Jumia in the portfolio now the next one is Ethereum Ethereum and Bitcoin uh, some days ago there was a pullback and then they bounced so what I've noticed is Ethereum seems to lead Bitcoin so Ethereum has already recovered from that pullback and it is heading in the northeast direction so that means momentum is increasing relative strength is also increasing that's the direction i want to see the assets moving in when they are plotted on this rrg northeast so that's good i like that now because i took profits i had to put on a hedge so I bought some gold, silver, and bonds. Now I bought gold miners as well, GDXJ. This is these are the junior miners. Just a very small amount, but overall, all the assets that make up the hedge become quite substantial. So GDXJ, the tail is so short, and what that in, what that signifies is it's not very volatile. It's probably consolidating. Okay, a short tail on the RRG indicates consolidation and low volatility. Although it's not very vertical, it is trending upwards and it's also increasing in relative strength. So I like that. Next one is SLV, silver. That's another hedge. The silver is also doing just like the gold miners and the GLD. It's heading to the north east direction that's what i want k web is an etf or kweb uh, i have the name down here kweb is china internet etf so the reason i bought this is i need some exposure to china but i don't want to do that with individual stocks because i don't think there are some there's some stocks I want that eToro doesn't have. So the best way to get exposure to those stocks is through KWEB. And if I go to the chart of KWEB, looks good. This is KWEB. Current price is $71. And price from the high here, and then pulled back. To this support area and then it equaled that high again and then formed a lower low and now it's back at that same high 
so for those who for those who like um, chat patterns this is an ascending triangle some people don't like chat patterns some people swear by chat patterns now that is an ascending triangle ascending triangles should break out to the upside because the price is forming it was forming high initially from here from a high a low higher high higher low higher high higher low higher high higher low and then got to this point from the higher high and a higher low but it could not form a high that is higher than this but it keeps forming higher lows and then it's here again so the expectation is that it is consolidating within this triangle and eventually it will break out to the upside so i like kweb for that that's why it's in the portfolio so it's consolidating i expect this to rotate and regain momentum and then begin to head in the northeasterly direction next one is bitcoin just like ethereum lost some momentum that's why it fell down to the weakening quadrant but now it's beginning to regain that momentum a little bit it's also consolidating that's why the tail is so short but it's heading in the right direction that's good alibaba alibaba is good because i think it has broken out yeah i've taken some profits oh i've taken a lot of profit off the positions but i have a very tiny position left i'm gonna close that position next week and the reason for that is if you take a look at kweb that's the china internet etf the largest holding in that etf is alibaba that's 10 percent of that etf is alibaba so why should i trade kweb and also have a position in alibaba that's just duplicating the same stock so i'm going to close my alibaba position i'm going to gain exposure to alibaba through the etf and the etf has some other good stocks and some that you can find on eToro so that's why i keep that etf so alibaba is doing good i got some good profits from that iwo this is small caps growth etf now from time to time there will be rotation of capital out of large caps sometimes they go into mid caps sometimes they go into small caps so if i want to have exposure to small caps to be able to ride that rotation momentum the best way is to have a position in iwo so at the, at the moment iwo is losing momentum and it's not very volatile so that's okay i don't mind this is not where i get most of my gains most of my gains come from the large caps but whenever that rotation takes place i want to be able to capture some of the gains in small caps so that's why i have iwo rmv.l okay this is a stock in england it's one of those marketplace 
stocks. And what this company does, this is right move, what it does is if you want to buy a house, where do you go? Do you go to the house? Well, you're not going to find anybody there. It's either empty or occupied. So you have to go to the to the real estate agent. But the real estate agent doesn't have all the houses that are for sale. So you have to visit several real estate agents. Now, what if it was possible to have like a market for buying houses? Okay, so the real estate agents have the houses for sale. What if they all put the houses they have for sale in a central location? That's exactly what Rightmove is. So if you want to buy a house, you go to Rightmove, it's online. You find all the houses for sale there. If you want to rent as well, you do the same. So it's the largest, uh, it's the largest, what should I call it? Uh, I'll call it marketplace. It's the largest marketplace for renting and buying houses in the UK. Yeah, very profitable company, it's doing well. It's struggling to recover after the pandemic, but it's doing relatively well. So I have included this in the portfolio. It's about to break out. So that short tail is indicating consolidation. So that's one to watch. GDX, gold miners. So it pulled back recently. Now it's beginning to regain momentum. So it could be heading into the leading quadrant in the coming weeks. Zynga. Zynga has been terrible. I'm trying to get rid of this stock, but right now, it's in a loss. So I'm gonna wait for it to regain its momentum and then head into the leading quadrant. And once it's in some sort of profits, I'm just gonna close it. I'm not interested in Zynga. Sky, Sky is an ETF. So this is an ETF, what is it even called? Sky is cloud computing ETF. So all I'm trying to do with Sky, let me pull up Sky. I'm trying to gain exposure to all those cloud computing stocks without having to buy them individually. And the composition of Sky is pretty even. The largest weighted stock is just 4%, and that's Amazon. And then you have Alibaba, Microsoft, Alphabet, Fastly, Oracle, Century, VMware, MongoDB, all these stocks that I wouldn't normally buy. Salesforce is there, Akamai, Shopify, Twitter. Yeah, it's a very good ETF. So that ETF gives me exposure to all these stocks. So I like it, Sky is good. It's currently losing momentum, but it's about to turn upwards. And once it does that, it could be heading much higher. Next one, QQQ, QQQ, look at that, no tail. Let me see how QQQ has rotated. So if I drag this back, this is from a year ago. QQQ has always been to the right hand side of the SPY and above this 100 line. So what that means is 
it has always outperformed the SPY and it has always had greater momentum relative to the SPY. That's it. It keeps rotating around that same area. The tail length is not so long, so very low volatility. And it's very consistent. That's what I can say. Very consistent. So I love QQQ. Yeah, I always have QQQ. Always have QQQ. Next one is GLD Gold. Well, same story as GDX, GDXJ, and SLV. There was a brief pullback. It's currently in a consolidation. It is expected to break out to the upside. XLE. Well, I bought XLE some weeks ago. I was trying to, I was expecting some rotation of capital away from tech. And sometimes when this rotation takes place, they just go into the most beaten down sectors like the financial sector or the energy sector. So that's why I went for XLE. It's a very small position, it's performing terribly, has lost momentum. It's now in the lagging quadrant very low relative strength it's terrible but i'll keep it there it's just a small position anyway elt is a hedge so if stocks are doing well i'm not really expecting tlt to outperform the spy so it's a small position um i'm okay with it being here i don't have a problem with that that's all the stocks I want to see what this looks like when I animate this. So here is the animation showing rotation. That's Jumia, very volatile. I want to see that again. Look at Bitcoin lagging, weak improving now. Well, it's hard to follow them. Anyway, so that's all for portfolio rotation now it's time to pick stocks for next month or next week now the way i want to pick stocks this week is i'm going to use the scan engine i'm going to scan the stock market for stocks that meet certain criteria now the overall the overall criteria I'm using is momentum and I'm going to measure momentum using the simple moving average, the RSI and the MACD. So I've written a code here, well I didn't really write the code, I put the code together and what I'm going to do is I'm going to search for only stocks, I don't want ETFs. I want these stocks to come from either the large caps, S&P 500, or mid caps, S&P 400, or small caps, okay. And I'm going to use a simple moving average. So I want the simple, the five day simple moving average to have crossed over the 15 day simple moving average. and. RSI 14 to be greater than 50 greater than 50 because I don't want stocks with low momentum or low strength I want stocks that have high internal strength 
I don't want them to have fallen below 40. So they're still in an uptrend. And I want the MACD line to be greater than the MACD signal. And for the MACD line to be above zero. So that's the condition I'm using. Or I'm going to tweak that condition or those conditions. So the or the alternative condition is the simple moving average, five day simple moving average is greater than the 15 day simple moving average. In the first condition, it was crossing over. This time around, it is greater. And for the RSI, RSI 14 is cross has crossed over 50. Okay and the rest are the same that's the second alternative sorry the first alternative now the second alternative is very similar but this time around the MACD line has crossed the MACD signal and in the third alternative the MACD line has crossed above zero and I'm going to only display scan results that have a stock chart technical ranking greater than 85 so that's called scooter stock charts technical ranking scooter and i'm going to rank the scan results using the scooter so that's the that's my technical scan so i'm going to click run and it should give me the results Okay, nine results have shown up. RUN, have no idea what this company does. So it's in the NASDAQ, it's an energy stock. Whoa, one of the worst sectors. Energy, renewable energy equipment. Hmm. Has a scooter of 99, okay, it looks quite good. VICR, VCOR. No idea what they do, ramp. Well, I don't know any of these companies. I know this one. Air products and chemicals. That's a good stock. I know that one. Anyway, these are my results. So, I will display this result in a chart list. I'm going to select my scan dump. Now, the reason I'm putting this on a chart list is because I want to display them on the RRG. So now this is the chart list. I will now click view as an RRG. Yes, this is the RRG. So these are the stocks. Sunrun is an energy stock. SGMS, Scientific Games Corporation, consumer discretionary. L-O-C-O. El Poco Loco. <laughs> what the hell is this? El Polo Loco Holdings. What? Consumer discretionary. CTAS is Sintas Corporation. APD, I know that one. GWW. WW Granger Industrial. Okay. SIVB. Financial. Huh. That's a terrible sector, too. VICR, VCORCOP, RAMP, REMP, Live RAMP Holdings. Well, I don't know anything about these stocks, but I'm going to filter out 
the terrible ones using the RRG like I always do so this is the RRG I'm gonna center that I'm gonna reduce the tail to five weeks okay that looks better now right off the bat just taking a look at this I can see that RUN has extremely high relative strength it's outperforming the S&P okay so I'm gonna keep that I like that I like that that's a good candidate um, click on this I'll start with this so I'm gonna keep this RUN next one SGMS ah. I'm not happy with this it's losing momentum relative strength is not so high I don't really like that. LOCO. Relative strength is not so high. It's also losing momentum. CTAS. Losing momentum. APD. Very short tail. Looks like it's consolidating. And it is in the right. It's facing the right direction. That is, it's slightly facing upwards to the north and it's heading to the east so it's in the leading quadrant and it's moving towards high momentum and high relative strength so I like that I like APD GWW losing momentum low relative strength I don't like that SIVB same story VICR huh it has the second look at RAM Right, so RUN, highest relative strength, VICR, although it's losing momentum, it's rolling over. But who's to say it's not going to, how do I know it's not going to turn upwards next week? So it has the second highest relative strength. So I'll keep that. All the others, apart from APD, are all heading downwards. So I'm going to keep RUN, get rid of this, 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 this. No, keep this, get rid of that. Right, so this is what I have left. High relative strength, high volatility. It also has the highest momentum. I have to keep this one, definitely. VICR, the lowest momentum, but the second highest relative strength. APD, the only thing it has going for it is it's facing the right direction. So how have they rotated? RUN is in the lagging quadrant and then it loses momentum even more and then it heads up, high volatility, rolls over, loses momentum, lagging and then turns around quickly with high volatility into leading and it's been leading ever since right vicr mm. very consistent um, volatility not too high not too low and it looks like it just keeps rotating in the right areas so it's here, goes down, goes up, goes down, 
wants to go up. Anyway, I like this. I like your stocks. So what do I do next? I have to inspect them. So I'm gonna start with RUN. It's not just enough to view them on the RRG. The RRG is just to filter out the the weakest stocks. So once I filter those out, I now have to inspect the ones that are left in terms of how well they are performing and then once I inspect that I now have to check the price action so this is RUN prices in an uptrend this is the industry the industry is in an uptrend RUN is flat against the industry so it's not outperforming the industry it's just well in some ways in some ways it looks like it's slightly outperforming but not by much and the industry is outperforming the S&P I like that I like it when the stock is in an industry that is outperforming the S&P that's good and the stock is outperforming the S&P. So overall, this is good. I like this. Yeah, I really like this. Now let me inspect it. Go to the chart. Get rid of all of this. Uh, R-U-N. Hey, this is what it looks like. Huh. What does this company do? Flat and then upwards. Something is going on here. So it's a renewable energy equipment company. This is the weekly. That's the daily. Well, it's clearly in an uptrend. I like that. So uptrend, consolidation, uptrend forms a bull flag breaks out well I definitely like that so that's my first stock pick now what I'm gonna do is I'm going to even though we're still in August August ends on Monday but this is gonna be my first stock pick for September so these are wow look at that $49 so these are my previous stock picks from the previous weeks and FDX looks to be doing well. It's been there longer, so it's doing better. I picked FDX and UPS at the same time. So overall, my stock picks are doing well. So that's good. Now I'm going to close this one because I want to evaluate my stock picking on a monthly basis. So I'm going to close this. close this one as well this is my virtual account by the way so I am not really trading these live but if I feel the stock is so good I will trade it live I'll trade it in my real account so close all of this can you believe this Apple is the worst performer incredible close all of this And I'm going to add 
Honoron Operator. Where are you? Buy at market $500. That's an order. Next one. What's the next one? Um, VICR. Let's check that. VICR. It's currently in an uptrend. Its industry is. Well, currently flat, but over the past two months in an uptrend, VICR is not outperforming its industry. But you can argue that it is since August, just slightly. Now, the industry is underperforming the SP. I don't like that. And VICR itself is underperforming the SP, so that's terrible. I don't really like that, these two. But I still have to inspect the price action, PICR. So, if I look at this price action, uh, I don't like, I don't like this. I don't like that, but this is so impressive, yeah. It's been it's been on a monthly uptrend for the past one, two, three, four, five, six. Six months in a row. It's been in an uptrend. So what are they doing right? What are they doing right? And look at this. Since March. If I look at the price action. There's a little bit of consolidation here. So for those who love chart patterns, draw a horizontal line there. What I see is now this is an ascending triangle. So price is in an uptrend and then pulls back, bounces off the support, hits resistance, pulls back, bounces, resistance pulls back bounces and now it has broken out it has broken out so i like the price action I like the price action so i'll keep this yeah vicr vicr not an etoro too bad too bad it is not an etoro anyway next one APD is definitely on eToro. APD. So let me check this. APD. Now APD is also in an uptrend, at least since August. Its industry is consolidating. APD is on the performance industry. Its industry is underperforming the S&P. APD is underperforming the S&P. This is terrible. But I have to look at the price action. Okay, let's see what that looks like. APD. 
Hmm. It's a very parabolic stock. Take a look at that. I like that. And so this was the bottom in March. Uptrend, pullback, uptrend. And now we have this. So what does this mean? Again, this is also an ascending triangle. That's what it is. And this line is sloping upwards. So all these stocks are consolidating into an ascending triangle and they're expected to break out to the upside. So this is very similar to VICR. Uptrend, pullback, pressure rise, pullback, and now we are retesting resistance. So I like the price action, but I don't like its performance. It's underperforming the S&P. Its industry is underperforming the S&P. It is underperforming its industry. Nah. So I guess I'll stick to one stock, RUN. So RUN is my stock pick for this week. Now I, I need to see this RUN, I don't know anything about it. I want to check its, yeah, price action looks good. It's a relatively new public company, publicly traded company. So what I want to do is I want to check and see what its performance financially looks like. RUN. Um, I want to see historical graph. Now I'm not. I am not a value investor, so I'm not going to be going down the rabbit hole of PE ratios and a big data and all that stuff. No, no. So what I want to look at now is the um, I want to look at revenues and net income. Revenues and net income. It's a very new company, so I don't even have 10 years worth of data. Revenue has been on the increase. This is for how long? Up till 2015, okay. Net income, whoa. Negative net income, positive. That's the green, negative and positive. Not so good. How about analysts? What do analysts think of this company? Price target, the average price target by analysts is $50. And it's currently trading at 55. That's not too bad. Gross profit is currently on a decline, but it's been increasing for consistently for at least four years or three years. Debt is on the increase, not too good. 
currently outperforming the S&P. I like that. That's what a technician wants to see. Don't really pay too much attention to financials. Short interest. 12%. Well, that's not too high. That's not too high. Anyway, I'm interested in this company because of its technicals. So RUN is the stock pick for the week. And that's it for this week. See you next week.